Hello and welcome everybody to episode 140 of today's news tonight. This is, of course, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host for today's episode, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined today by my good friends and GBG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Derek Bittner, along with our very own Brandon Voice of God Miracle, who went bananas on the editing for our latest review that went just went live this morning. Brandon, how's it so, going, man? I'm good. I just ate some bomb chicken that my, my <laughs> wife made for me. Ooh. Uh, nice. And I'm you didn't tell me it was homemade. Now. I thought yeah. you just got it from somewhere. That's an hmm. important detail, man. Yeah, and, seriously. And Jamaican jerk chicken, right? It, yes. I believe you said that sounds I can delicious, still taste it, and I am very happy that I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are too, uh, and and thank you again. By the way, you did an amazing job with uh, our, our Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania review, which just which just went live on the channel this morning. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, I wrote and recorded it, but Brandon here did the editing, and he was not monkeying around. Man, he <laughs> killed it, absolutely killed it. Uh, thank you. I mean, we were a pretty pretty good team last night. Just uh, wow, wow, just wow! The guys. whole collaboration just really yeah. came together. No, it was awesome. It's it a beautiful awesome. thing. It's a very beautiful right? thing. Yeah, it's really Teamwork good makes when Brandon work. and Ash come together. Yep. <laughs> oh man, woo! It's not even the post show yet, man. It's, it's spicy <laughs> in here. It's only four twenty-five. It's the jerk chicken, man. It's it's getting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of beautiful things, we do have a sponsor for today's episode, and that is, of course, the wonderful Frayhem. Uh, Frayhem would like you to know about Neebs Gaming. Uh, they are a, a humorous group of entertainers, content creators, playing video games like Seven Days to Die, Ark Survival of Evolved, and Raft. Sadly, though, uh, one of its cast members by the name of Thick44 was diagnosed with a tumor in his brain a couple of months ago. And uh, after the doctors extracted the tumor, it turned out that it was cancerous, so he's not out of the woods yet. He is going to need more treatment, so uh, Frayhem would like you to support their channel and uh, suggest, or consider donating to their Patreon so Thick44 can get the treatment he needs and be cured. So uh, I'm going to drop what we, of course, do have links to both their YouTube and Patreon uh, in the description below. But I'm also, as always, going to drop it into the chat here and pin it. So please, please check them out. Uh, Neebs Gaming and Frayhem, thank you so much, not only for yeah. sponsoring TNT, as always, thank you so much, but for using your sponsorship to spread the word about, uh, you know, a really great cause. And, you know, Thick44, we hope the best for you. And, uh, you know, for you and the rest of the Neve Gaming crew, all all the good vibes to you. Absolutely. Uh, so thank you, Frayhem. Totally. And uh, we do, of course, have a couple of super chats before we get started with the news. Let me get those up here. Uh, I know, uh, so we, this is actually our second stream. We had a, a, some weird things go on. And so our first super chat actually came in uh, from Floxcat. Uh, in the first stream with $5 saying, hey, everyone, I'm back for more Hatterene Chaos today. And thank you, Floxcat. I'm not going to read the rest of your super chat only because we do really need to cool it on the Pokemon sex jokes. Like we've gotten to push some pushback. It's kind of making some people uncomfortable. So we do love you. We really appreciate the donations yeah. and we're happy to read out your super chats. But just please, please scale back the, the, the Pokemon spicy sex stuff. It's just not not really landing. So. <laughs> really appreciate you. Thank you. But yeah, that's just wanted to get that out there. Uh, also, Floxcat with another $5 super chat saying, well, so you don't miss out on my last super chat. The Hatterene Chaos is back. And thank you again for that, Floxcat. Uh, seriously. And then now we also have uh, Lyhord with 20 Canadian dollars saying, good day, gentlemen. 
Last week, there was a super chat regarding Muslim represent- representation in games, and I thought it would be an opportune time to suggest Tamur of GameSpot as a future guest. He's Muslim and a super friendly guy. Well, I didn't. I was not aware of Tamur, and that sounds like a great idea. I'd, I'd love to reach out yeah. to him. So thank you for letting us know about that, and thank you for the donation. That's uh, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, we did get started a little late today, fellas. So should we go ahead and get right on to the news? Uh, yeah, let's go yeah. for it. Let's do it. All right. Well, then let's well, bring up that first. Way, real real <clears throat> quick, just as uh, important news, I've already tweeted it out, but I did promise something and I have proof. Got nice. my Got my, got my uh, first shot. So there we go. Oh, so nice. Congratulations, man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So by the end of October, I'll be fully vaccinated. I will not miss any more events. Hell go. yes, I know that. I I felt so bad for you, man, that you couldn't go to the Metroid Dread and switch OLED thing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, glad that you're going to be. But you know, but more importantly, though, it's not even about that. It's the fact that you're being safe. Uh oh, man, Did the vaccine take Derek out of out I of guess a Republican heard Derek the, got vaxxed. Right. Right. Into the ether. This is, this is um, weird. <clears throat> yeah, that was weird. Oh, Derek's but, still here. Uh, anyway, I, I think I heard him. There I'm back. He is. Yeah, he's back. Weird. Um, but yeah, no, more importantly there. than... too powerful now. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, but more importantly than any you know, video game preview event, we're just happy that you're vaccinated so you're going to be safe. That's the most important thing. You're going to be safe and healthy, and, you know, that's the most. That's what's most important to us. Indeed. So glad to hear it, man. Congrats. And, uh, yeah, well, let's go ahead and move on to that first news story, uh, for which the only thing I have to say is, oh, banana. <laughs> so... Uh, that, of course, is a Donkey Kong reference, and that is because Super Nintendo World has announced its first expansion uh, at Universal Studios Japan, and it's going to be a Donkey Kong-themed area. Uh, you know, insert expand dong jokes, you know, I'm sure there are already plenty of those out there about it. But, yeah, we're getting a DK area. Well, we are not. Uh, Universal Studios Japan is. Maybe we here will eventually get a DK area when we also eventually get Super Nintendo World. But... Yeah, the, the Japanese location is getting a Donkey Kong area. It's going to, or it's planned to launch in 2024. So it's going to be a while. Um, but this could be really cool. I, I hope by then that we can go back to Japan and actually see it in person. Because I, you know, I hopefully there'll be like a minecart ride or there's there's I mean, got to be like they a They did say it's going to, fe- they do say here, it's, the area will feature a roller coaster, interactive experiences, and themed merchandise and food. And but based on this image, uh, we got... It's a minecart ride. There's no doubt about it's that. Gotta be it. Sort of it's gotta be. monkey temple along with looks like Cranky's hut. Uh, so yeah. cool. It, it looks super cool. I, I really want to check this out. Uh, you know, hopefully there will be some 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 cool life size crimling, you know, like statues or, you know, whatever costumes. Who knows? Costume crimlings. Who knows? But, you know, DK's awesome. Well, most of us here think DK's awesome. Steve, wow. I know you're probably. You probably I, don't. Oh, did we lose Derek again? Yes, Derek. Yeah, we did. Uh, wow, weird. Derek's hurting here. Uh, but I'll, I'll yeah. go ahead and pick this up. Uh, so, sure. Real quick, uh, yeah. Donkey Kong's not like my favorite Nintendo character, but I mean, I would never pass up on the opportunity to go visit a Nintendo theme park, like ever. <laughs> and so, I would absolutely be excited to do this. And and the thing that I'm probably most excited for, because well, I'm me, is. What kind of food are they going to have in this DK area? Because remember, back when the Super Nintendo, slamma. yeah, when Super <laughs> Nintendo World was opening, like they showed off so much good-looking food, and I was like, "Damn, I just want to go to eat. Like, <laughs> I'll go there for lunch." But um, 
That being said, I think like a minecart ride could be really cool. Uh, I think the report did say, or maybe I read it somewhere else that there's going to be a roller coaster, right? Yeah, DK no, that, that's, what, that's what Derek was saying. Yeah, like yeah, a roller I, I coaster is going to be in this space. Ride. Yeah, that's what be, I'm saying. Right? That would be cool yeah. as hell. Like, I don't like roller yeah. coasters. My stomach is just not built for that kind of activity. But I would absolutely mm -hmm. sacrifice my my physical health for like th for a three minute DK ride just so I could say I did it. Like, there's also I well, there was in Japan a Sonic roller coaster that would go through loops and stuff like that, which sounds oh, absolutely so like cool. something I don't want to do. Uh, yeah. but if, it, if, if you put Sonic on it, I'll do it. There we go. We got Same. Derek back. Same. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on with discord. Cause it's my internet's fine. It's just discord. It's like, mm, I don't want to work. <laughs> well, I mean, weird. Who among weird. us wants to work? Discord is just it's, living right. its best yeah. life. In the, the well, we were just talking about, about how, this. uh, Oh, go ahead, Brandon. Oh, I was going to say, I think in the prior rumors, we heard about this, you know, including the, the minecart ride. I think like the center area around DK's treehouse is going to be like a uh, like a jungle gym kind of deal, Ooh. which is just perfect for this kind That's of perfect. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just but, hope yeah, that there's. This... Will we oh, be showered in coconut cream pie? Is that is that going to be part of the inter? It is. Uh, it is noted here that there are going to be interactive experiences, and I don't think you get much more interactive than getting showered in coconut cream pie. So I, feel, I don't I feel know. Like you but... just asked for non-sexualized <laughs> jokes, and you're you're in here being a hypocrite <laughs> right now. Ash. <laughs> yeah. That's from the cartoon. That's from the cartoon. I didn't. It is from the cartoon. It's from the cartoon. Pies to yourself, it's... buddy. No, it's I mean, from the cartoon. All, all it's. I can it's... think of is um, <laughs> the uh, uh, Double Dare, how they always had pies. It's like. Just yeah, do a oh, yeah. Donkey Kong right. version of Double Dare. It's like, you know what? That sounds pretty fun, actually. Like, have Cranky be the upset host, and there you go. I could it would be a, really uh, cool. A, like, a, an arcade game where you're, um, it's it, basically whack-a-mole for Kremlings, but they they give you a banana as the hammer, and they call it the Banana Slamma. I oh, that's so good. Mega nice. money to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, um, I was actually, I was also thinking of an arcade game. You know, I, I can't, I think it's like Toy Story, but there's something in Disneyland where you go through and it's like a on rails shooter type thing where you're like trying to shoot at targets. Might be Toy Story. I'm not is, sure. Is it, is it might but, be Midway Mania from Toy Story or, or it used to be also maybe. like Buzz Lightyear's Blast or something like that? It's Buzz Lightyear. It was a Buzz Lightyear one. And I'm thinking, you know, they've already got, you know, each of the Kongs have their guns from DK64. You know, DK's got his coconut gun. Diddy's got his peanut pop guns. That would be such a cool team, you know, collaborative, cooperative thing oh, they could yeah. do. I don't know. Just spitballing ideas here. Fun. But yeah. <laughs> but you know that whatever food, the theme food they're going to have, it's going to be like tons of banana stuff, which I actually can't have. I'm allergic to bananas. So that's, oh, that's unfortunate. Right. Oh, I've seen yeah. what happens oh, when you eat bananas. It's yeah. not pretty. Yeah, um, you sure have. So <laughs> that, no that said, um, it looks like apparently with this addition, uh, Super Nintendo World and Japan will increase uh, by approximately 70%. Like its size will increase by wow. 70%. It's almost as big wow. as uh, the Mario section, which is kind of impressive. I'm actually surprised they only have one ride. So maybe this whole jungle gym thing or running around like, uh, man, they should have like treetops or barrels or something like that. Like who, wants to, who, who doesn't want to get shot out of barrels or something like that? That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Fun. I well, it depends on if there's a safe landing involved. I'm not sure I want to get shot out of I, a barrel if there's, you know. I, I want to say from safe. the original patent for the uh, minecart uh, minecart ride, they had like rails for the the actual you know where that the minecart would ride on, but you would actually jump off of one 
and then they would have these arms that would carry your minecart down to another set of rails below you. Oh, that'd be give you wild. That of jumping, uh, like in the Donkey Kong Country games. It just sounds so cool. We need to be able to yeah. jump on Kremlings and hear, hear the little um as we nice. do it. That would be cool. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, the thing that, uh, yeah. uh, that has been in my mind the entire time we've been talking about this is that old picture of like Reggie Iwata and Miyamoto from E3 uh, yeah. where like Reggie is playing Donkey Kong. I can't remember what Iwata was doing, but Miyamoto's in the back in a barrel like waiting to be launched out. Oh, like I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah. This, in general, this just seems like it's going to be so fun. There's so much potential here, right? And I just hope that, like I said before, I hope, you know, international travel or at least travel to Japan is able to happen again by then with, with the, the pandemic and everything, because I would be happy to go back to Japan specifically. I know we all would. We I'm... would want to take a team trip to go do this together. And, you know, who knows when this is ever going to come to the U.S. locations. You know, we don't even have regular Super Nintendo World yet. So yeah. I feel like we're going to have to go to Japan to get this full experience, if at all. I'm, I'm just going to lay it out. If in 2024 we still can't go to Japan, we're probably living in, like, Mad Max at that point. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Seriously. At that yeah, point. I'll go ahead yeah. and make a guess. that Because, uh, like, on the Mario side, we know that uh, underground is primarily where the Mario Kart experience is. So I have to imagine there's an under, you know, underground area for Donkey Kong. Some of that might be the Minecraft ride or Minecraft Minecart ride. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and call it now that there's going to be a original Donkey Kong arcade experience. Of oh, I was actually just that would be that. Cool. I was I was thinking that Brandon I was going to actually suggest it where it's sort of like most extreme challenge and you're trying to wake your work your way up like 25 meter. Oh yeah, that'd be and so have the barrels coming I, down and avoid. Damn, I like. I was <laughs> already like thinking this is pretty cool, but the more we talk about it, the more I realize there are so many potentially great ideas they could do with this. And uh, yeah, that oh man, I well, hopefully it'll make its twenty twenty four launch date. I guess if you want to call it a launch, and hopefully we can maybe, go there by then. Maybe Zelda expansion by twenty twenty eight. I know. I, <laughs> oh, I still I keep saying it. I. I want now I want a, like an abandoned mall slash amusement park for Kirby. I want a Kirby in the Forgotten Land live action theme park expansion that is literally the place we're seeing in Forgotten Land. I feel if like there's so much but never goes there. back to normal. Just that whole area might become the Forgotten Land. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Let's be yeah. cautious. Yeah. All right. Well, we definitely want to keep things moving since we started a little late today. So uh, let's I, get up some new super chats here. Oh, I hate ahead. to break the flow of the show once again. Uh, no however, problem. I do have a piece of breaking news. Ooh, Ooh. I like I like breaking. Yeah, news. we always we always like breaking news, and I'm of course now it's buried in my email. Hustle Bun ha- is brand new to our Patreon and has joined Ooh. at the uh, Promote a Pet tier. So oh, wow. effectively joining the awesome. EP squad as well. So thank you so much, Hustlebun. I'm not even familiar with the name, so I, I wish I could shout you out in the YouTube chat, but I imagine you're here. Uh, thank you so much yeah. for your generosity. And and thank you. Because I'm all about that. Yeah, we'll get your name in the uh, credits of today's episode. Uh, so you'll be read I out. I just at the added end. you to the spread. I, I'm going to as- assume I know how that's spelled, Steve. It's, maybe you it's can correct the me. Word the word hustle and bun, all one word. All one word. There you oh, go. Well, then there capital you go. H, Bunny. capital B, baby. So thank oh, you so God, much. Thank you so much, Hustle Bun, and we're really ha- happy to have you in our community. Looking forward to seeing you in the Discord, and uh, you know, just thank you for for supporting us. We really appreciate it. 
Um, all right, let's get some super chats going here. So we have five dollars from Zora saying, "Welcome to TNT episode one one hundred and forty point five Final Mix HD." Now with less delay, you forgot the three five eight over two days part, man. Uh, no, seriously though, thank you uh, very much for that. Uh, Skullkid Tiger, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Skullkid Tiger with two dollars with a great reminder asking, "What happens at seventy five k? Something cool?" And thank you for the reminder. I should have mentioned this at the top of the episode, but I got a little frayed with uh, having to restart but yes we are giving away a switch oled when we hit 75k subscribers here on youtube and all you got to do to have a chance at winning it is be subscribed when we hit 75k so skull good tiger thank you for the donation and the reminder to mention that uh next is five dollars from our good friend jesse m saying important info at least one character from dkc3 is in the donkey kong theme park that being ellie the elephant is ellie an important character i don't know Listen, I feel I'm, like she's one of the animal buddies. I, I remember less. I'm just going to say for Jesse what, what he wants to say. And I'm going to hope for you because you're such a good friend of the channel and a supporter. I'm going to yes. hope that Kitty Kong is in uh, the DK expansion. I will hope that on your behalf. Yeah, you know what? I'm down for that, too. I'm not the biggest Kitty Kong fan. We all know that. But you deserve it. You 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 have such a single-minded devotion to this <laughs> historically unpopular character. And I love that. And I... I, I love that you love Kitty Kong that much, and I want this to happen for you. I, I'm with I'm you, just, Steve. I'm just sad that by the time this opens, uh, Kai won't be able to fit in the onesie that Kitty Kong wears anymore, so you can't that's have right. that merch that I can buy. Oh, oh, we we all know what Derek's doing well, in 2023. No. <laughs> a, yes, have to have another kid then. No. Specifically for that reason. <laughs> I need to make a onesie for John. What, okay, nice let's, let's just say this. Oh, man. What, what, would, what would happen first, Derek? Would you have another kid and... Uh, to wear the onesie or would you just wear the onesie yourself wear the onesie myself <laughs> <laughs> i mean i will that, you're not wrong <laughs> I, just, I, I don't yeah they, they might know, not I'm let us back into japan if we if we go over there and derek's wearing a onesie at a, at a theme park with other adults i'll put japan you might not let us come back cut out kitty kong mask i'll wear that too what the heck i'll scare children <laughs> oh, no. you Yes, he will. <laughs> Just that visual alone scares me, and I'm an adult. Je oh, Jesse man, in the patron you. chat says that may be too cursed even for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you, we've actually wow, broken we found Jesse. a threshold. We finally found... I, I didn't know there were limits. I didn't know there were limits to... Oh, we, we, we learn something new every day. The more you know. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, Sketch at MPM with $4.99 going after my own heart here saying, I hope to hear Sticker Bush Symphony, Scorch and Torch, and other David Wise classics at this mm. park. Fuck yeah, man. That is a huge draw yeah, to, to be, be able to really hear cool. David Wise bangers walking around at this place. Oh, I, I love that idea. Yeah. Uh, and then next is our friend Floxcat again with $5 saying, People in the chat are saying I'm chaos. Well, I don't care. My whole life was and still is chaos, and I'm used to the hate. I'm being recognized. Well, Flux, no, hey. I just want you to know we we don't yeah. hate you at all. We we Not love you. At all. Only good vibes here. The only things we got to cool it on the on the Pokemon spicy sex stuff, but that's it. We we love you otherwise no hate and none at all. We love you and we hope you know that. We hope you believe it and you're always welcome here in the TNT community whether you're super chatting or not. We yeah. love to have you here. So please Absolutely. don't get the wrong idea. We certainly don't hate you and I don't think anyone here hates you in our in our audience either. So uh thank you again for all your super chats. Seriously. Uh, and then next we have $2 from Calamity513 saying Funky Kong from DK versus Vector from Sonic. You choose. I think Funky, Funky Kong's invincible mode. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. Funky Kong kind of proves it. Yeah, Funky Kong's literally invincible in I Tropical like, Freeze. That's got to be him. I like the Kong versus versus uh, 
alligator reptile oh yeah uh, pairing kremlin. i think that's pretty cool but yeah vector is essentially just a super huge kremlin so <laughs> I, I i i got funky in this fight yeah yeah i think it's got to be funky uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and cut off the super chats for now so we can keep things moving. We will read the rest. Don't worry, but we're just going to do it after the next story. So just to keep things moving. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to our next story. Just going to say it. It's Activision Blizzard. It's the latest on that whole dumpster fire. And uh, as usual, we're not going to go into all the allegations. We're just going to talk about what the newest newest stuff is. So let's get up, get that up on screen. So Activision Blizzard, this whole thing is just it continues to be a mess. It continues about to be the awful. way you'd expect. Yeah, it's going exactly how you expect. They, they, so there is a third lawsuit now. They have three lawsuits against them, the third of which we just found out about today. It's from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, uh, otherwise known as the EEOC. And they've already, at least in part, settled it uh, by w- w- with Activision Blizzard agreeing to pay $18 million to settle the lawsuit. However, that's just in a vacuum. When you consider the fact that Bobby Kotick is going to be making effectively $154 million in 2021, it just feels like a slap in the face. And employees are saying exactly that. Employees are saying that it does feel like a slap in the face. And that's because it is one. Um, 18 million sounds like a lot until you consider the fact that, you know, Activision Blizzard CEO is making many, 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 many and times the, that. In and the one company year. itself is making billions. Like, and it's not coming exactly. out of his paycheck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess uh, an, an Activision Blizzard rep uh, told Stephen Totilo, who's reporting this via Twitter, saying, uh, we agreed on 18 million with the EEOC, who is an expert in this area. So it's just it's gross. Like it I continues would to grow, be gross. I would love it if they were like, look, we don't want any of your money. We just want someone to like Mortal Kombat uppercut Bobby Kotick in the nuts. Like just <laughs> wow. From like a duck all the way up in there. Like let him, uh-huh. let him suffer in some way for this. I would feel so much more satisfied. I'd be like, look, he probably lost a testicle. I'm, I'm happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, uh, this whole thing is just so it continues to be incredibly disappointing um unfortunately wall street journal has has cut me off of the of the article because I, don't have <laughs> I i had it up before no, and then i reloaded it and now it's not letting me read it again you're so out I, of your free articles have, this month yeah exactly so i don't have the quotes in front of me but bobby kotick did have some sort of you know canned pr statement about you know here at activision blizzard there's no place for harassment and and intolerance yeah. and blah 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 he's clearly you know speaking out of his ass and yeah, so th- this isn't the end, of course. This is just one of three lawsuits. Uh, the other two lawsuits are still pending. The first one was by the state of California, uh, specifically, I, I say there, but our, because I'm a Californian, Department of Fair Employment and Housing. And the second was by uh, Activision Blizzard's own investors. So their legal troubles are far from over. Uh, but this third lawsuit, you know, unfortunately, was just a, a very minor ding. Uh, $18 million should never be a minor ding, but. It is in this case, and getting pressured yeah. by your own investors, though that's uh that's gonna that's, that's exactly gonna be a big push. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah. one is the one that might get them the best, the most. The yeah, others, here's hoping. Um, yeah, I've I've got that quote by the way. If you'd like it, oh, uh, go for it, please. The the and it's not from Bobby Kotick specifically, but it's from an Activision oh, spokeswoman. Uh, Ah, says we have made and are making a number of important changes to improve our policies and procedures to ensure that there is no place anywhere in our company for discrimination, harassment, or unequal treatment of any kind. And I'm pretty sure people who there who did it still work there. And if not, I don't believe you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm at with it too. 
exactly. Although, Derek, your, your cat Callie is on the screen right now, and that makes me feel all right. Yeah. That is the, the good cat. The other cat likes to eat wires, and I uh, have issues with her. <laughs> I'm sure she's going to appear on the screen, too. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I, you know, it's going to be a while before this gets any any better, if it ever gets better. Uh, who knows? I mean, in, in terms of them getting their just desserts, who knows if they ever will? I hope they do. But, yeah, it just it, it is what it is at this point. And we'll just have to wait to see how the other two lawsuits play out. But of course, you know, we here at GBG just hope that they get taken a task for this. We've been, we talked about that many times before. And again, we're going to continue not to cover Activision Blizzard's games, uh, but we will continue updating you on this dumpster fire of a situation. Yep. So, yeah, that's where uh, that's where we're at on that. But uh, let's go ahead and read out a few more super chats before we uh, move on to our third story. Uh, first is uh, Octopuppet with $5 saying, sorry if it's been said already, but are there any plans to stream the Tokyo Game Show presentations later this week? Um, I, we have I to talk about that. So. A couple of them, yes. I know Brandon's going to be reacting to the Monster Hunter presentation, right? Tomorrow morning, yep. Tomorrow morning, right. And I need to double check what the uh, timing of it is. I know there's a Square Enix presentation that I wanted us to do a reaction to, but it is at 3 a.m. Pacific, which and it also you know, seems very minor. Like there's not a lot of new stuff there. They're talking. Seem like, like they're. Adding it's kind of cool that they'll be talking about Chocobo GP, um, right. and you know you'll maybe get a little bit more information on Stranger of Paradise. But they're also going to be talking about um, oh god, what game just? Oh, Act Razor. They're going to be talking about Act Razor when it's already out. So. Out. It, yeah. I don't think anything major is going to be getting announced here. If it does, I don't think it's TNT afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's exactly. more of a TNT topic. Yeah, I mean, definitely stay tuned to our Twitter and you know, in our Discord. Uh, you know, we'll let you know if we're going to do a reaction stream. Other than Brandon's Monster Hunter reaction, um, well, I, I need you to just kind of like look at the whole schedule and see if there's anything that we, you know, that I certainly want to react to. But again, the Score Enix one for being at three in the morning. As Derek said, it doesn't seem like there's really anything new that they're talking about there. It's just stuff we already know about, and that seems like we could perfectly easily cover that in the next yeah. TNT. So you know, save uh, our energy like for the, Smash. The the Monster Hunter yep. stuff is like you know it's Sunbreak, and they're actually going to detail some stuff which they didn't do in the direct, uh, which is the only reason I wanted to react to it because hmm. right. there's something to right. react to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it helps. Exactly. Speaking of which, yeah. uh, Brandon. Uh, Ovia is in the chat asking if he can join in. I'd be happy to have you on, man. You're always welcome yeah. here. I, yeah. I already sent a DM. There we go. <laughs> Brandon and Brandon. Nice. On it. Um, Cassius335 in our live audience patron chat said, if there's no implied Kingdom Hearts news, Square Enix Extreme is probably skippable. Damn, that's pretty... Ouch! No Kingdom Hearts, no watch. That's that's pretty uh, that's pretty brutal. For, but for me, right I, I hear you. It, it's FF16 and Dragon Quest 12. Those are the two Square Enix yeah. things that I know about that I want to see more of, and I doubt we'll see either of those. Yeah, I, like FF16, like where? I mean, obviously it's in development and it's fine, but it's just, it's so weird that it's been so long since we've seen anything from it. And Square did promise, uh, you know, new information, footage in 2021. And to my mind, we haven't gotten any yet. I'm okay yeah. with being patient. I'm not too concerned. I feel like they're just using that time to polish it up. It's not one of those things where, I don't know, I just don't feel concerned for this game. Like, I don't think it's like that, in well, trouble or anything yeah. like that. I mean, no, I, I don't, don't think I don't it's either. in trouble. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm fairly forgiving as Final Fantasy, like mainline Final Fantasies go. I, I'm not worried about this franchise or, or even this specific game. I mean, I know 15 got a lot of flack from people, but I, I really liked it. I loved 15. <laughs> I need to try it at some point. <laughs> it is, it is. 15 had issues, but it was still, I still enjoyed it. I think it was a pretty well-written story. Uh, you know, the the end, the ending was a real gut punch for me. I, but uh, in the ending way. was great. Yeah, the yeah. ending was great. Um, yeah, no, in FF16, as I've said, uh, the, the first trailer didn't quite do it for me in the way that a lot of Final Fantasy debuts do. So I'm, I'm still not quite sure how I feel about it yet, and I want to see more. Uh, and I'm just anxious to, but I'm not worried about it. I'm just not sure. It, it's kind of like I, I kind Fair of bounced enough. off that first trailer in the same way I bounced off FF12's first trailer and kind of FF12 in general. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it's still Final Fantasy. It's still Square Enix. I'm still looking forward to seeing what this game's all about. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, thank you, uh, Octopuppet, for that. Uh, next is the Shadow Hermit with one euro and 99 pence saying, breaking news, 4K Switch news for Bloomberg again. As a matter we'll of fact, that. that is a perfect segue into our next news story because that is our next news story. So let's go ahead and get that up on screen. And thank you, uh, Shadow Hermit. <laughs> so I know, Steve, you have, were, have been really excited to talk about this, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was late breaking news. Basically, right right as I was gathering the news and putting the show together for today, uh, this broke and I had to replace another news story with it. But uh, according to Bloomberg, at least 11 companies, including Zynga, weirdly enough, who's never made a console game before, are in current possession of 4K Switch development kits. Uh, and this is all according to employees intervie- interviewed by Bloomberg. So... This is the surest sign yet that those 4K Switch Pro rumors aren't just rumors anymore. But they're, you know, it's basically the industry's worst kept secret, right? This thing is real. It seems, at least it yeah. seems so. And now we've got 11 companies. Uh, now, of course, under condition of anonymity. No one's trying to get fired over this. So these are anonymous developers saying this. But from 11 different companies, there's a there there. There's well, no I- way <laughs> that's a coincidence. Yeah. This go ahead, is- Derek. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Uh, oh no! I was just saying that that that's a lot of evidence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I want to pretty... point out real quick that uh, we already know what Zynga's console game is. It's uh, Star Wars Hunters. Oh, oh, oh. I forgot about that. Right. Yeah. I completely. I was actually just going to look that up. Like what it might be. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I assume that's probably what they're referring to, and I'm going to guess probably. that it won't launch in 4K on Switch, but it will become 4K whenever that you know whenever the switch pro comes out maybe it'll be available by the time uh sunbreak comes out brandon i would be a very happy boy <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you gonna say steve i'm sorry we, we no i was i was gonna say you know i agree largely with what everyone's been saying 11 companies that is that is an, a very specific number and uh to know that there's yeah. that many out out in the wild is interesting uh they also outline in the article uh, that this was likely planned to launch much earlier, but chip shortages have have pushed those plans back. Which again is something I was saying when the when the Switch OLED got announced was it looks like it was supposed to be a, a greater reimagining of the of the Switch from the inside out, and Nintendo just couldn't get you know the things they need to produce the internal components, so they're sticking the old components into this new redesigned package which is something i still very firmly believe uh which leads me to wonder what the eventual 
uh, Switch 4K is what we'll call it, because I'm sick of Switch Pro at this point. But what, what the eventual <laughs> yeah. Switch 4K will do, um, they don't mention anything crazy specific here, other than that they've, you know, these dev kits, uh, you know, definitely output a 4K signal in docked mode. Uh, they don't mention anything about screen resolution or anything like that that I could see. Uh, I did a quick read over the article, but, uh, you know, Takashi Mochizuki, who is the person who wrote this article for Bloomberg, has has been talking about this for a very long time at this point, uh, citing supply yeah. supply chain resources and stuff like that. And I got to say, when you when you come out and you say that there's 11 companies that you know of with dev kits for this and, and you name drop at least one of them, uh, I feel like any journalist worth their salt has to have a pretty high level of confidence to, to put something like this out there. And I don't think Bloomberg is in yeah. the business of employing like speculative journalists, you know? No. Um, but that being said, and this is one, this is not a huge surprise, right? Like we've all said, it's the worst no. kept secret in the industry right now. Uh, next to like, you know, Metroid prime trilogy or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think what's, uh, what's interesting about this is that goes like I, I think about the switch right now um, and I'm still like even almost five years in. I'm fairly impressed with the technology that's in the switch. Like the idea that, you know, Same. we've got Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey and Xenoblade like on a portable device that that is still cool. Almost Completely five years agree. in. And to yep. think like I can now take that device, which hopefully is of a similar or very close form factor and now play games in 4K on this thing. God damn. Like that is <laughs> at, at that point like you you start to eat into the value proposition of next gen consoles. Like those do 4K too, but they you know, I I'm not going to throw that in my backpack. Like I, the idea that I yeah. could take a 4K version of Breath of the Wild to my friend's house like with not without packing a suitcase is is a really cool idea and I think that Nintendo is is if they can pull this off and it works well and it, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to look perfect. I think we all kind of have a little bit of like rose tinted glasses on when we play Switch games on the TV. We're like, yeah, but it's on a tiny thing. It's fine. Like, you know, these little issues are fine. I think a lot of folks overlook it. But when you start talking about, okay, it does 4K, maybe it runs at 30 FPS or whatever, but 4K, it's like holy hell, like, what can Nintendo, you know, what can't Nintendo do at that point? Like, what are, right. what, what is this, uh, you know, console going to, you know, how are they going to further improve past that? So I think it's a really interesting idea. And I, I think that this new model, if it does come out towards the end of 2022, like they're speculating, it could really light the charts on fire the same way the original did back in oh, 2017. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely Absolutely. agree, and I. But I swear to God, if they call it the new Nintendo Switch, I'm gonna riot. I'm gonna oh, no. riot. I mean, if I they can't. have one called I the can't. Switch OLED, I could honestly see them just calling this the Switch uh, 4K. I, me too. You know, or, the weird thing I still is, want though, to be the Super Switch, Super Nintendo Switch. It's as as much as I hate the idea of naming it the Switch 4K, it might also be the best name for it. Like when you, I grew, think you're right. When yeah. you yeah. think about it, like someone goes to the store and. Let's just say, presumably, a year from now, right? When this thing is supposedly publicly known about. People are going to go to the store and they can order the original Switch, which I imagine will still be on the shelves at that point. Uh, the OLED Switch. And then they're going to have this third Switch that'll presumably look a whole lot like the OLED. And they're going to be like, well, what's the difference? You know, but if they throw Switch 4K right there on the box, suddenly it makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> like, oh, that one. 
That right. one does what its name says, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is probably <clears throat> yeah. a smart way to do it. But it'll be interesting to see, like, the one way Nintendo can can screw this up, and it is the way in which they most commonly screw things up, is marketing it. Yeah. Like, right. you know, I was just watching uh, the episode, of, like, right before the show, what happened on the Wii U, just again. <laughs> and I was like, wow, Nintendo really does just shoot themselves in the foot sometimes and i could see this going either way like they really need to be clear with their messaging about what a new switch does what a whole brand new switch does Uh, because i think there will be a lot of people that aren't technically inclined if they handle this wrong they'll just be like "Uh, the other one's 50 bucks less that sounds great (laughs) and theoretically having uh, these studios making specific games for it will help increase that um recognition that this is something kind of new and special I think positioning it as, like, Switch 4K or Switch Plus, kind of giving it that, uh, kind of that smartphone iterative kind of sounding name is a much better idea than, like, positioning it as a successor, because when you start calling Mm -hmm. something a successor to something else, people are like, well, well, can it play all the games I already have? We don't want to invite that conversation. The the one thing we want people to know is, hey, this Switch is the better Switch, but also... It's still a switch, like right. And I feel right. like that's the the easiest, cleanest messaging they can do. And 4K is still it still is is its own clear buzzword. I mean, 4K yeah. tells you everything you need to know about this new switch. It does 4K. What else do you really need to know beyond that? It does you know. I mean, obviously there are going to be other features and stuff, but that's the big one. Switch 4K. Oh, as a consumer, this is this switch does 4K. This one doesn't. I have a 4K TV. I'm getting this. It's just yep. very direct messaging. Just mm. don't call the Switch you, for God's sake. I know. Don't. The, the <laughs> I, I, honestly, I do think like the actual Switch successor being called the Super Switch might be conveyance enough. Like, oh, it's a Switch, right? but even I think better. it would be conveyance enough for folks like us. I think for for your average like uneducated person that that just is a casual enjoyer of games that. I, I like the idea of the shared terminology. Like most people at this point know like if they have a 4K TV or not. But even then, mm. sometimes like some people right. in the know, like I remember our friend of the show, Rebecca Valentine, uh, once had a famously really funny tweet thread in which she was uh, deciding to buy an Xbox Series X or S. And she's like, I don't have a 4K TV, so I guess I'll just get the S. Buys the S, gets it home, hooks it up, then discovers she has a 4K TV. And oh, she was no. like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Which, but I mean, Uh, that goes to show like Rebecca is a very intelligent, well-educated person who works in this industry and, and that can still trip you up because, you know, in this case, I'm sure it's just, she was like, oh, that's a good TV. That looks like a great TV, you know? Um, and, And you have to kind of know both things, but I think we've reached kind of a saturation point with, at least on the TV side of things where people know like, oh yeah, 4k, that's a TV thing. I have a TV that does that. So this switch right. does that too. Cool. I'll, you know, I, I think right. that would be a good way to go, but I agree, Derek, I would love it to be the super Nintendo switch. Like that is the yeah. game I personally want. <clears throat> That's me. That's what yeah. I want to. That's so perfect. Um, yeah, and, and I wanted to the ultra combination... switch. I'll the keep switch throwing I wanted to come in a Super before. NES edition, too. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Nintendo Switch Switch. Gray Joy-Con, purple that. buttons. Switch D4. Sign me up. Oh, I want that so much. With, with, oh with just, God. like, a Joy-Con that snaps in on the bottom in the middle, and you have to hold <laughs> oh it. Oh, God. Put the <laughs> yeah. trigger on the back. I'll buy it immediately. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
Honestly, though, I think we're all way off here because I think the actual best name comes from our good friend Top Dog and our live audience patron chat saying, nah, guys, it's obviously going to be called the new Super Nintendo Switch Brothers U Deluxe with new funky mode featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series and Knuckles. That, yep. I think that's, that's what they call it. That's perfect. That's Yeah, that's perfect. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love that Top Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, <clears throat> I think we pretty much, uh, you know, said what we what we need to say about this story. Let's keep yeah. things moving. Read out a few more super chats. Uh, mm-hmm. First is ten dollars from RecBCQ saying random good vibes. After turning sixteen, roughly five and a half years ago, I finally got my driver's license this morning. Isn't game related, but you all are so kind, supportive, and wholesome. So I share this. Well, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations! Man, that's awesome. It, yeah, yeah, that's a great don't feeling. Don't feel bad about waiting. I I was like 18 yep. when I got mine, and I have a friend that was 30 before he got his. So I was, yeah, I was just go at your own pace. Same thing, wreck. I uh, I played chicken with my mom. Like she she wanted me to get my driver's license at 16, and I was like, buy me a car, and I'll get my license. And she just didn't blink. <laughs> so I didn't blink either for two <laughs> whole years. And then eventually, I was like, yeah, I should probably learn how to drive. And then you get I, it. I, and I will. Like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> I was the opposite. I learned to drive right at 16 and a half. I was, I, I, yeah, I basically got my license the very first second I possibly could. I just love driving in general, but yeah, there's no shame in waiting. There's no, yeah, there's certainly no shame. There shouldn't be any shame in waiting. And, and whenever you do it, you do it. Not and congratulations. Exactly. You, Rec BCQ. That is yeah, awesome. I waited so good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. All right. Next is uh, $5 from Hey It's Dingo saying, if they do get the rights to play DKC music at Super Nintendo World, I hope they play Sticker Bush Symphony in the resting area. That's that's mm. perfect. Oh, I would man. also uh, God, put I forth Mining song. Melancholy. I think my, my, Mining Melancholy and uh, Forest Interlude. Is that what it's called? The the forest theme in DKC2. I don't, I don't I think care. All of those. I don't care where they play it, but I have to hear aquatic ambiance somewhere in that zone. Yeah. Like you could oh, literally absolutely. throw a bucket of water in my face and then play that song, <laughs> and I'd still be happy about it. Yeah. Oh, totally. Aquatic ambiance has to be there. Uh, next is uh, five New Zealand dollars from Kane Woolley saying, "I'm shocked. Cruising blasts great, and arcade racers are making a return. But I never in a million years saw that Hot Wheels game reviewing great thoughts." Uh, so I know Steve and I, you and you and I have at least have, have tried out the new Hot Wheels yeah. game, right? Yeah. Well, so what, what do you think? I'll, I'll throw it to you first. What do you think? So um, I was lucky enough that I was able to secure three PS5 copies of uh, Hot Wheels um, from our good friends at, at uh, the Tinsley PR agency. They were really nice and just I, I said, hey, we'd love to talk about it on the show. So here you go, Tinsley folks. We're talking we about it on the show. Um, <laughs> and so they sent over a code for myself, Ash and Derek. One, I was shocked that this game uses really great use of the adaptive triggers on the dual sense. Like when you're oh, when you're does. sitting at the start line, you actually feel like good resistance as you can't go. It's so like, cool. It, it's really cool. And the uh, the, the uh, graphics are really nice, like surprisingly nice. Uh, the yeah. the racing mechanics are are very Mario Kart ish. Like they feel they feel close enough that if you're good at Mario Kart, you can probably adapt your skill set to this game uh, with with surprisingly little difficulty the only thing i'll say is that drifting feels definitely a lot different than mario kart but the general like sense of speed uh feels the same um but yeah it's a lot of fun i really like it i i like unlocking like just random hot wheels to play with um i i don't know all of what's in there the one thing i will say as a knock against it is i'm not a big fan of the blind box thing and having to like get random cars i really Uh, just want to save up to get the exact ones i want and they do have 
a section of the shop where you can save up coins to get specific ones, but it's kind of like the spirit board in Smash where every couple hours they cycle out. Uh, yeah, it's like Fall so, Guys too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, while it's really cool and I think it's fun and I think it'd make a great EP stream game eventually, uh, hmm. I would we, I would say, should... you know, just be prepared to like play a long time to get the Hot Wheels that you like. We should clarify yeah. that the, the kind of loot boxy thing going on it's all in-game currency yeah yeah no you're not buying them with Mm. real cash right you're you're earning in-game currency and and you're unlocking them that way but yeah i i still wish i could just say like oh i want the the you know turtle van and then just be able to save up thousands of coins for the turtle that's all i want that's (laughs) yeah i want yeah yeah, that's that's literally. I'm like, I, I started the game. I got my first blind box. I'm like, well, that's not the turtle van. I hate this. No, I'm kidding. The <laughs> game's a lot of fun, and I agree with everything you say, Steve. I, I'm actually really enjoying it. I haven't played more than a couple hours so far because I've been busy with the monkey ball review. But it's really fun. It looks super clean, and I love the uh, I love the dual sense haptics in the sense that not only what you said, but I love how if you like bump into a car on your left, you only feel the haptics yep. on the left side of the controller. That's so cool. That's cool. I love stuff like that. Um, but but the drifting does feel different i haven't gotten quite a handle on on the drifting yet uh so i'm still kind of working on practicing that but yeah i'm enjoying the game and i just want that turtle van that's just really really all i want so (laughs) we'll see how that goes but uh kane kane woolly there's uh the answer to your question and uh thank you so much for the donation um next is joseph reckon with five dollars saying you ready for the second half of the halo flight on friday steve uh yes i am i i feel really bad that i missed it before like I, I felt like I was, uh, like, well, I played it, but I, I missed streaming it. So I'm gonna make sure to make some time to stream it soon. Like, at least you got not, in, not the last minute. Oh, I played, <laughs> I played the hell out of it. I played a lot of bot matches. I played a lot of multiplayer matches. I'm still complete ass at playing Halo multiplayer. Like I got killed <laughs> constantly. Um, but it is a lot of I fun. Guess I guess you're lucky that I don't have a 360 or uh, 360 <laughs> wow. Xbox. The last time the word Whew. Xbox came yeah. out of Derek's mouth was pretty much 10 pretty years much. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I mean, to be fair though, Derek, you, well, we played Quake for our most recent executive producer stream, and you were easily the best of us. Well, like, that's what I'm saying is that. he's lucky yeah, I don't have the access to the games that I yeah, can't yeah. destroy them. Yeah, you were kicking can't body ass. me at Halo. Man, I don't know why. I, I just apparently have this weird savantness for FPSs. <laughs> I'm banned from Quake Freaking Positron. (laughs) Um, Next is, uh, I believe, 15 Malaysian ringgits. I hope I said that right. Uh, From Captain J Lineback saying, personally, I'm glad Square are taking their time with FF16 with not having more news about it. But that's me. Yeah, I I think that's totally fair. You know, it it does. You don't need to have the the discourse just completely saturated with FF16 hype. You know, show it when it's ready. Show it, you know, when they're when they have something really cool to show. So um all right this next one will be the last one for now until the next news story just bit but i want to get these good vibes out there now uh five dollars from black ninja saying hey y'all good vibes incoming my fiance and i just got our first home congrats i look to you all in the chats as very close friends i had to share thanks congratulations that's awesome rec bcq got their driver's license you got your first house this is all good vibes today it is is a good day to get your first house because this is actually the one year anniversary of amy and i getting our house Nice. Oh, so it's a good hey. day. Congratulations. Well, Derek, where's your super chat, man? Telling us that. Um, <laughs> Derek, I'm Derek likes to pay himself and then take a let YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Like, pay myself and then take a third away to give like two thirds to you guys to celebrate me yeah. getting a house. Like I that te- makes sense. Nice. I tease Ashley about that constantly. Whenever she super chats, I'm like, you could just come up and give me a dollar fifty, and it'd be the same thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, thank you, as always, everybody, for all your super chats. You're all so generous. We're going to keep the show moving, but we will read out the rest uh, after or, uh, after the next and last news story. So uh, with that said, let's move on to our fourth news story, which is the uh, Derek Bittner special here. Let's get that up on screen. So the Pokemon Company dropped two new trailers yesterday, uh, for well, one each, for Pokemon Legends Arceus and Pokemon Brilliant uh, Diamond and Shining Pearl. And uh, they, sh- they show some new stuff. So the Arceus trailer introduces noble Pokemon, and the uh, BDSP trailer shows, I'm probably going to just botch this, but the Poketch Poketch <laughs> tool. Yeah, um, I don't know how it's pronounced, but the Poketch yeah. is in there from that, that basically took up the bottom screen for the original. Okay, that's uh, what yeah. I thought it was. So uh, I, I've watched these trailers. Maybe we all have, and of course, I know we're all we all like Pokemon. But Derek, you are our resident Pokemon master, as it were. So I'm going to throw this one over to you. Uh, what is standing out to you most about these new trailers, and, and how are you feeling about what they've shown? Well, what do we want to talk about first? We want to talk about well, Legends first. Or we... Okay, let's start with Legends. Yeah. Um, I, I like how Arceus is uh, coming together. There is a wonderful style to it. You get the idea that it's sort of Pokemon Cross with a bit of Monster Hunter is really coming true with the crafting mechanics. The I, I love the drive-by Pokemon catch when it's you're riding so past. Cool. That it's, is yeah. really cool. Um, you're meeting a lot of the other characters. You have these wardens, which you know could definitely. I, I feel a kind of set up in the same vein as um uh Pokemon Sun and Moon where you had these uh you know these I forget their names but you had to fight you know the, the totem po- Kahunas, right Kahunas, Kahunas yes yeah, and you had to fight Kahunas. totem po- yeah. uh, t- uh totem pokemon and then kind of fulfill their sort of goal and that's the same sort of idea here which works it doesn't make any sense to have um any uh any gyms in this sort of setting and right. I also remember watching the first time. It's like they kept talking about this. I always I read it as clever. I'm like, who the hell is clever? <laughs> like, what are they talking oh. about? And it's Cleavor, which we got a new uh, form for a Scyther, new evolution. It's I don't think it's a Scizor evolution because it makes no sense to me to go from a Steel type to a Rock Bug. So I, I think, think it's going to yeah. be an alternate evolution. Yeah, I think you're right. It's also the um, most metal Pokemon of all time. He's got two axes for hands. I know. He looks <laughs> It's <awesome>. really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> definitely one of the coolest new Pokemon designs I've seen in a while. And, and I've uh, I've liked a lot of what they've shown for Arceus. Like, you know, we, we recently saw the new uh, Hisuian variants of certain Pokemon. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think Growlithe was one of them, which is adorable. Well, they um, do such but... a good job of introducing it, too, because they have the area actually marked with Clever's a uh, clever, clever cleavers. Oh my god! Cleavers, yeah. <laughs> uh, whole, um, you know, what he looks like, and then his introduction—he cuts down a freaking tree. Like it makes it seem powerful, and you're like dodging and stuff from this Pokemon. It's it's so it's dynamic. kind of, yeah. It's yeah. it's really dynamic. And something I, I forget who saw this on Twitter, but somebody on Twitter noticed that, and it's very hard to hear as the trainers are dodging away from Cleaver. Um, you can actually hear them shout out. They yeah. have, they have voices. I don't know. They're not going to be talking, but they're going to have grunts and whatnot, sort of like Link. So that's, that's a step up. Oh, I absolutely love what I've seen of Legends so far. Like this game is what I want the future of Pokemon to be. I'm so excited. I, and and yeah. I just have to point out that I don't know if it was confirmed previously, but this trailer I spotted Snorlax and 
clearly that means that it's got everything I mean, for it to be a success. Munchlax was in there, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. but they the, also showed the Snorlax in a, in a uh, box, I think, like when they were going mm, through okay. the menus. I saw Snorlax. I was oh, like, yep, right. That's my jam. I'm going to be playing. Yeah. The... I mean, to be fair, this is like I've I've wanted Pokemon like the series to evolve for so long. And I feel like this is mm. the first major step in that direction. I cannot wait to play this. This is the most excited I've been for a Pokemon game since uh gold and silver it is it is i have to agree same Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i have not been this excited for a pokemon game in a long time and uh yeah steve i i agree with what you're saying i've wanted pokemon to evolve into something that looks a lot like this for a long time and and just has more dynamic battles i guess and more more urgency i mean turn-based battles are great there's nothing wrong with that and i play plenty of turn-based games but Pokemon has needed to really branch out and do something different for a while now. And I just think the the potential here is massive. I also love the cosmetic options. These the cos- yep. different cosmetic mm-hmm. options you get for your character costumes oh, yeah. are great. I love that. And uh yeah, I just I think this is looking great. I do find it funny, and of course, you know, it's the world of Pokemon, so you have to suspend your disbelief anyway. But I find it funny that you're playing as these trainers and you know, you just black out or faint if you get hit with too many giant bladed arms and electric shocks and <laughs> fire breaths you know this, hey, like, this is stuff that would kill anybody but they're fine just fainting you know fainting you're, you'll be fine i, I but, think it's uh, so neat that especially like with this cleavor fight like you have this meter that you have to get down by throwing like these sacks of powder uh before you can actually throw your pokemon out into battle and i think that's so neat like the mm-hmm. trainer is so much more involved in the process here yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Absolutely. I'm really loving what I'm seeing, and I know Brandon. For you, this you know this must kind of give you Monster Hunter vibes, which I know is one of the reasons you've got to be as hyped as you are about this. Scratching a lot of itches, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's let's switch on over then to a switch on over then to Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Derek, what stood out to you about that trailer? If you know, th- th- that's the thing is about this one that that other trailer is that it's not necessarily anything super exciting but it's comfort food that's what it came yeah. across to me it's it's real big comfort for comfort food because it's doesn't seem to be doing anything quite new of course you know I, I, not unexpected as moon knight points out in this in this in the patron chat um no hms which is good um yes. i love how they always have uh Badoo for barrel doing the hm still though um <laughs> it, it, it's 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 the way it's exactly how you'd expect a remake to go just with a different art style. And, you know, it's as that pretty much means it's exactly as good or as bad as you think of it, think it is, you know, there's no real surprise here. And that's fine as a remake, as a way to re-experience this. I'm the more I see this, the more I like the art style. I think it works very well. I I like the combination to have having both these, you know, cute little ones and then you get into the battle and you get the better, you know, the more advanced ones. And it it just seems like it's going to be the best way to play Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. Comfort food, I think, is a great way to put it. I I still, uh, the more I look at these chibi character models, the more I love them. I know they're a little less chibi in battles, and I think that that works. That's appropriate. But I love the, the overworld character models i just love this cute chibi look i know it's not for everybody it's not widely popular or at least uh popular with everybody necessarily but i love it 
and uh, I mean, the, yeah, the chibi it's... to like full anime in the in the actual battle sequences is like a perfect emulation of what it used to be like playing the yeah. games on a handheld because yeah. that's exactly it really what is. happened. Yeah, I, um, I I can't wait to play these over the holiday. Like, I feel like this is perfect game for like the slower winter season. I've never played Diamond and Pearl, so I'm really excited to actually try these oh, for the first time. And like uh, Derek said, I think this would probably be the best way to do it. Uh, I kind of Diamond and Pearl came out at a time where I fell off the series and I just wasn't super interested in Pokemon it's at that point. Funny because that's when I got back into the series. <laughs> it was uh, it was Black and White that really pulled me in, and then I played Sun and Moon, which I enjoyed, and I liked uh, Sword and Shield. I, th- I thought they were all right, but I do think the story tends to fall apart towards the end. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm excited to try these. My kids are now old enough that you know they can they can play along with me. So I tend to pick up like when Let's Go came out, I got Pikachu and Eevee, and I gave my daughter Eevee, and uh, we we played through nice. together. And I'm gonna do the same thing with Diamond and Pearl, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited for these. Definitely not nearly as much as Legends, but enough. It'll it'll carry me through the holiday for sure. These these games yeah. are gonna come out like it's just a really great pair. Like two vastly different Pokemon experiences that fill uh, yeah. uh, different desires for different fans. It's I couldn't imagine a better set of games coming out. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it scratches no, I, I both itches: the classic and the you know the new. And it uh, it it really is just like a nice, easy way to re-experience these games, probably with a much faster battle system and uh, expanded, seemingly. Uh, version of um, the underground like there's a lot of things here that worked well for the original that will translate and um, the 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 big question I think everybody's going to have is does it have the content from platinum and that's like will we go into the the distortion world and things like that right and I never had the benefit of playing Platinum. Uh, I only played Pokemon Diamond, and I, that's, I think I've kind of mentioned this before, that's why I'm kind of looking forward to being reintroduced to Gen 4, because I didn't like Gen 4 at all originally. Like, I, I didn't enjoy playing Diamond because the battles were so slow. I know they were sped up in Platinum, but I didn't play Platinum. So I'm really looking forward to kind of being reintroduced to Sinnoh in this, in this generation with hopefully much faster, more streamlined battles. And I think they will be. Uh, I think they definitely know they can't, you know, go with those slow chunky battles from the original gen four titles so yeah nice. i'm looking forward to this i think i think comfort food is a great way to put it derek i, I, I like that a lot i think that's uh, a very apt way to put it and mm-hmm. uh yeah it's All just right, a cool. shame that it comes out so close to smt4 or five yeah <laughs> honestly i i will likely be playing shin megami tensei 5 instead i that game is just i saw the english voice voice cast trailer today and i was like yep put this put this in my veins like i need this yeah. more than i've ever needed an atlas game in my life <laughs> yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of good rpgs coming out in november yeah. it's like what the hell yeah um before we continue on ash we actually do have an addendum to our last story about the 4k switch nintendo just i, I was actually about to mention that um i'm gonna yeah. throw that on screen if that's cool with you please do it yeah and juan mentioned this in the live audience chat too yeah when he mentioned it i pulled up twitter while you guys were talking and loaded it into obs <laughs> real quick uh, do you have the statement, or would you like me to read it? Uh, well, I, as, you can read the whole thing, but it's, it essentially just pairs down to they're saying it's not true, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's essentially what yeah. Nintendo's saying. The the tweets from Nintendo Company Limited, which again, this is this is interesting because they very rarely do this, but they tweeted from the Japanese account in English. Noa hasn't tweeted this at all. 
uh, says mm. a news report on September 30th, 2021, Japan Standard Time, falsely claims that Nintendo is supplying tools to drive game development for a Nintendo Switch with 4K support to ensure correct understanding among our investors and customers. We want to clarify that this report is not true. We also want to restate that as we announced in July, we have no plans for a new model other than the Nintendo Switch OLED model, which will launch on October 8th, 2021, which is you know, interesting. It really doesn't matter what they say. Nintendo, as it, we've mentioned plenty of times before, they have a track record of like, no, we don't have anything a week later. Oh, here it is. And they especially want to quash those rumors yeah. because the Switch OLED is coming out. They want people to buy that. Yeah. And granted, according to this, it, we're, it might even be a year away from the 4K. There's still a long time to wait if you're if you're itching for a, a Switch. So yep. this is exactly as like, Nintendo is not going to come out and be like, you caught us. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, they're not going to admit it. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, that's actually true. I mean, if but, anything, I, I feel like they probably shouldn't have said anything, but I also get why they feel like they did. But I just, sorry, Nintendo, be... I don't believe you. I don't Have believe you. Have they ever done this level of damage control before? This seems it's, a little the odd The interesting to me. thing is there, there seems to be some weird bad blood between Nintendo and the author of this article specifically, because the last time that Takashi Mochizuki uh, reported on Nintendo and it became big. Uh, right. They did the same thing, like a Japanese and an English tweet denouncing his story. Uh, so it, it is very oddly uncharacteristic of Nintendo to out and out deny reports like publicly like this to nobody, you know, like just saying it out there in the ether for everyone. Um, if I had to guess, this has something to do with like, you know, where Nintendo's under new leadership with Furukawa. Maybe he just really publicly wants to get out in front of stories like this because historically Nintendo hasn't really uh, interacted with the rumor mill publicly too much before. They usually just let rumors kind of pass by and don't comment on them at all um, yeah. unless they're very specifically asked and, and some publication, you know, and it's always the, the whole, we have nothing to say. We're not going to say anything, you know, mm -hmm. um, but like Derek said, yeah. there, there have been hilarious instances of outright denial immediately followed up by confirmation <laughs> so exactly yeah i mean they have no reason to be honest about this they certainly wouldn't wouldn't say oh yeah you caught us bloomberg guess what we are making a switch 4k they're they're just that right. doesn't make any sense they're not going to do that so just because they're saying it's not true i don't think you should take that at face value personally um you know yeah if, I, I mean especially given bloomberg's reporting that 11 different companies corroborated this there's too that's too much corroboration for this to be completely untrue. I just don't believe it. I, I just think they're doing damage control. No, I think I think you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. I feel like Nintendo. I mean, one, it makes no business sense for Nintendo to admit that something like this is in the works. But two, it would make even less sense for something like it not to be in the works. I mean, nin, Nintendo right. would essentially be saying like, yeah, we're we're not making a new console. We <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense at all. Of course, they're making a new console. Nintendo themselves have admitted many, many times in the past that as soon as one console is done, they immediately start working on the next one. And yeah. so whatever follows up the Switch has been in the work for years at this point. Mm. Right. Yep. And if they're worried about this dissuading people from an OLED, I'm sure it would. But, like, for me personally, I still kind of want the OLED. <laughs> yeah for I now mean, there you go yeah but but nintendo you know there there is truth to that though like you think about i worked at apple for years and i can't tell you the number of calls i would get uh when when we would announce something new like a new product 
from people that just bought like the old one and are pissed. Like it was, mm. it was a very, I, I bought a laptop six months ago. I'm like, have you been enjoying it for those six months? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, do you hate it now because there's a new one? Like I get it. There are definitely people who, if they had that advanced knowledge, would just never they buy waited. anything. Right. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, from a business perspective, it makes a ton of sense to not want to reveal yeah. your plans in advance. Like I guarantee mm. you, whatever follows up the PS5, like a slim model or something different is already well into the design phase at Sony and they're they're not going to admit that either <laughs> like they'll they'll just sit on that for two more years and then eventually like here it is you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah well, yeah I don't think there's too much else oh. to say though this is yeah about what yeah. we expected <laughs> yep yeah all right well let's uh, read out a few more super chats and move on to our final news story first we have one dollar 99 cents from Screamo Shaman saying can't wait to play NES games on my 4k TV <laughs> with a <laughs> Mm. Yeah, you say that, that but they good. actually look great. They can't. They they look great. I love playing classic games on my 4K. They do. TV. Yeah, I can't, they look great. I can't wait to play N64 games on my 4K TV. No, there Hell you go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, next is Calamity513 with $2 uh, with Elsa uh, from Frozen versus Sub-Zero uh, from Mortal Kombat. I mean, I feel like Sub-Zero has the killer like instinct. With previous, exactly. Like, like with previous comparisons, Sub-Zero is willing to go farther. I don't see Fro uh, Elsa murdering people straight up by ripping out their spines so i kind of feel like this just by default has to go to sub-zero frozen um, 2 elsa's pretty strong i feel like she could just freeze them and it'd you know that's true. Power, her powers, powers do seem more powerful i want to point out though that in mortal kombat 2 sub-zero can make a inexplicably an ice grenade and he throws it at you it goes into your body and blows you up all it has, like it doesn't. He defies the laws of physics. Ice doesn't blow up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I haven't seen Frozen two yet, so I can't comment on on uh, Elsa's power level in that movie. But uh, yeah, I got to go with Sub Zero. I think just for that killer instinct. But it would probably be a fun fight to see. I love ice based characters. Uh, Stephen Turquoise with one dollar ninety nine cents saying, "What kind of new Hisuian Pokemon would you want?" Snorlax. Uh, well, going on from the ice uh, discussion, Hisuian Vanillite. Straight up, I want to see a new take on the ice cream Pokemon. One of my favorite Pokemon. What Actually, about you, Derek? I saw this and I was like, I prepared for ahead of time. I was like, I was taking a look because I was trying to get up with an idea, and I, th I think I got one that would kind of fit the setting and kind of be kind of be be a little fun. I want a Suin Hariyama, who is like the um, sumo nice. wrestler Pokemon, oh, and nice. with those big hands, I think it'd be great if they turned it into a a Pokemon that's sort of based off Kabuki theater. Ooh. Oh, so neat. having yeah. a Kabuki version of Hariyama, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> that really does, actually. Yeah. I like that. I, that's a great idea, man. I love it. Uh, next is uh, Gassan Abunura uh, with 2500 Costa Rican Cologne saying, I just want to shout out, uh, appreciate Brandon Bovia's manga lettering. I'm a big fan of his work in both Kaiju Number no. 8 and Hunter's yeah. Guild Red Hood. Hell yeah. King. <laughs> yep. The manga. Absolutely. <laughs> Lettering is a tough job, too. Yeah, uh, and then uh, 20 more dollars from Floxcat saying, I'll now say this. I'm now done with the Hatterene jokes, oh and I'm done with Super Chats. I understand what you guys said and still donate. I'd want to make it clear I'm not an insane pervert, just an autistic person with a joke. Well, totally understand, Floxcat, and we want never you to know. You were. No, we never thought you were. And yeah. even if you're going to Super Chat, stick around. Just chat with us. Like, you don't need to donate to, to hang out with us. We just... Love having you in the community, period. And we hope you know that. We hope you know you're always welcome here, even if you're done with Super Chats. And with that said, we really do appreciate 
all the donations you've you've given us. We really do, but yeah. don't feel like you need to keep doing them to be here. Just come hang out with us, and that's totally cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, and then finally, uh, Black Ninja with $2 saying, P.S. Getting a game room set up. Hell yeah. Ooh, nice. That's the fun part. Nice. So party at Black Ninja's place then, right? GVG? GVG? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Party at Black Ninja's yeah, place. Nice. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our final news story. And we will knock out the rest of the Super Chats at the end of the show. So don't worry. Uh, you're still going to get read out. But let's go ahead and move on to that final story. And I chose this one just because it's a funny way to take us out. <laughs> this is a weird, a weird one. So... John Leguizamo, uh, an actor who you may remember played Luigi in the original Super Mario Brothers movie, has come out on Twitter complaining about the new Mario movies casting. And I think we can all understand that. I think there's some general shared uh, dislike of maybe you know Chris Pratt playing Mario. He says, uh, he says the casting lacks diversity in the leads, which is true. But then it gets a little weird. He goes on to call it a reboot, which is okay. Uh, the movie, he calls the movie a reboot. And then he says, and this is a quote, He's the only one who knows how to make this movie work script-wise. Yeah. What? Does he the think ego. it's a sequel to 93? I think I he might, but he called it a reboot, too, so I'm not sure. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing, but, like, and he's a fine actor. I have nothing against Leguizamo, but, like, how, how gargantuan of an ego do you have to have to say something like, I'm the only one in the world, I guess, who knows how to make this movie work script-wise? What? What, was what he, he aware about? that Super Mario Brothers was a video game? I ever. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he was in the in the trenches there. He went through some stuff. I mean, oh yeah. It, I, I I love there was a uh, old interview with uh, Bob Hoskins, and it's like, what's the worst experience you've ever had filming a movie, Super Mario Brothers? What's the role yeah. you regret taking uh, for, you know, regret taking Super Mario Brothers? What <laughs> would you go back and do it just as Super Mario Brothers? You know, it's just, like just yeah. hated the experience. Apparently they were drunk most of the time. So, yeah, because they were getting script rewrites like daily on set. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, Luke was almost was... could be on to something. Who knows? I'm down. I'm, I mean, could I'm down. I want to see you. I'm going to lie. I want to like, see a spec. <laughs> I wanted Leguizamo to be Luigi, and you know if there wasn't Charles Martin Martinet, and that now that's the case. But yeah, I don't have anything against John Leguizamo, but what is yeah. he on? It's just such a weird. And he can do yeah, voices just... too, because he ha- he he's quite good at voice acting. I'd say. I... Look at the Ice Age. You would I would not recognize his character as John Leguizamo unless they had constantly told me. <laughs> I I just can't divorce John Leguizamo from the movie The Pest. And I can't imagine that guy. I've never playing. heard of it. I've never heard Are of it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I need yes. you. I need you at some point to look up the first five minutes of that movie, and you'll understand okay. why I can never see him as anything else. My God, it is. I'm excited. I'm. I'm just gonna to to paraphrase so that our audience can understand without having to find the oh film. My. Uh, he slicks his hair back like the Count from Sesame Street while farting in the shower. Okay. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm actually right, looking you. at the uh, I'm looking at the the uh, poster right now, like the movie poster right now, it's, and I see the, what he looks like in this movie. I I see exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So. Wow. What? Whoa. What happened? Oh. Oh my God. Wow. Oh, wait. What? Just wow. Happened? I miss. Um. We oh my got, God. We got an incredible <laughs> donation. Wow. Two 
$100 from Scarlet Coils saying, just wanted Jeez. to support the great vibes. I always listen to you guys to relieve my daily stress with, stress with your gaming discussion. Well, Scarlet Coils, thank you, thank you so thank much. You. Yeah. Incredibly wow. generous donation. Thank you. Wow. Jeez. Wow. We need to talk about John Leguizamo more often, man. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's where it's at. <laughs> this is great. I mean. Wow. Invite him on the show. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Seriously. Well, thank you so much for that. And uh, yeah, so that was just that was kind of a fun, soft news story to, to bring us out, to, you know, to bring us to bring the close, show to a close. Uh, but on the note of Super Chats, we do have a few more to read out. So let me get those up. But seriously, wow, the two hundred dollars. Yeah, seriously. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Let's see. We're I, OK. We're back to uh, Lizard81288 with $2 saying, thoughts on the Netflix Cowboy Bebop intro? I haven't seen it. I didn't know it had been released. <sighs> I liked I, it. I'm worried, In though. some I'm ways, scared. I like it. In other ways, I see the complaints because there's some shots that do look pretty. One of the early running Jeez. shots just looks outright bad. Yeah. Like he's running in place. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that I, I respect how they tried to stick close to the original anime intro. I thought that was really cool that they yeah. showed reverence to the source material that way. Uh, but yeah, the, for me, it's the costuming. I think that the costumes, not not just like specific characters, I think across the board, they look kind of bad. Uh, Spike doesn't Bummer. look right to me at all. They, like his, Well, they don't look natural with the world. I think that's the problem I'm having. It's almost... Mm. I, it, did you guys ever see Dick Tracy? It yeah, looks kind of yeah. like that, where it's the costumes stand out starkly I against see. all the yep. yeah. It's kind of like Honestly, that, it, not necessarily bad, and it's definitely true to the original comics, but it stands out in this weird sort of way. It feels there's to me like they're. A, uh, oh, go ahead. Th- there's also like a, an extensive use of like Dutch angle and low angle shots. Like, yep, a lot of the actual shots in the in the intro like are underneath the characters looking up at them yep. at a dutch angle and i'm like what is this a 90s movie well <laughs> the funny thing is uh, you know it's it's funny you mentioned that i was gonna say that it feels to me like in a weird way like they're trying to go for that early aughts uh like sin city aesthetic uh yeah. what is that frank mm-hmm. miller lo- or what's his name yeah frank miller yeah oh, they're oh, trying oh, to go oh, for yeah. a little bit for the frank miller look like they're stylizing the hell out of the characters, but not the backdrops. And so it, it seems really like there's a dissonance there that is hard to overcome. Like it looks like characters, it looks like the characters are cosplaying within their own universe, which is I, it's so weird. Yeah. I, 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 I said, I don't want to write this off. I want to no, give it a shot. I don't think it looks bad. And my hope is it gets weirdly, you know, popular because they are putting the original cowboy beep up on Netflix before this. And it'll just point more people towards that uh, the, the anime because that's essentially anime. <laughs> it's also clear, like that they are remaking like select episodes from the original anime. Oh yeah, based on a lot of the shots we see in that intro. So interesting. Like I think from like a uh, like Steve said, like from a reverence, you know, like a respect to the uh, source material standpoint, they're kind of landing for me in that regard. It's just like if the production around it falls apart. It's just kind of come off as kind of hokey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I do have strong opinions about Cowboy Bebop. It is an essential anime, as Derek said. So I will check that out tonight. Thanks for letting me know that it's out. I didn't, or that the intro is out. I didn't know it was. 
uh, five Canadian dollars from Jesse M again, saying, just wanted to let you know that it's officially been a year since David Hader said Kitty Kong is a good boy. Now that's awesome. What, what a great day you, this is. So you, many good you can't vibes. trust so him. He's years. a hater. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Derek wow. confirming, okay. confirming his, uh, dadhood over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Five more dollars from RecBCQ saying, got my GBG face mask recently and the elastic straps were too small. Luckily, I'm a theater major, so my costumer friend is making my GBG merch wearable. Well, sorry to hear that, that the straps are too small, but I'm glad that you're able to, to you know, have a, yeah. a homegrown fix for that. I will say that it ships mm -hmm. a little bit tight, but unfortunately, like, they don't I give us sizing too, yeah. options at all. Uh, mm -hmm. I had to wash mine, right. like, once or twice before it truly felt comfy. Same. Uh, Zaire Miller with $4.99 saying, has anyone seen Star Wars Visions? Love most of the episodes, would love a whole series on the ninth Jedi. Also love the behind the scenes it. for each episode. I have not seen Star I have, Wars Yeah, I've not had a chance yet. Same. I've seen some screenshots and like, this is essential trigger animation. So like, if you like what yeah. they do, Ooh. you need to watch I am, it. I am, <laughs> I, I'm still behind on uh, What If, which apparently this last episode was apparently pretty great, or at least got people talking. So. Oh man, I need to see it. Yeah. The whole cool. show yeah. so far has been pretty I great. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Zaire. Next is RecPCQ again. You're so generous. Thank you. With $10 more saying the ARC phone they revealed for Legends is hilarious to me. Not because it's a phone in ancient times, but because it's incredibly close to the real thing, despite being a myth. I am not familiar. So in they, one of the things they showed in the Pokemon Legends Arceus trailer is you trailer. have an iPhone that looks like Arceus essentially oh, okay yeah because i saw that yes i, I oh, saw that yeah. in the trailer but i didn't yeah okay it has but that it's it's like about yeah, space and time right so yeah maybe someone sent a smartphone back in time and now we have one you know that makes a there. weird amount of sense <laughs> that's true that's true that's my um, head well thank you rec bcq and uh this is actually i'm going uh, something i was going to address anyway because i did see your uh i did see your ads about it in our discord diamond death but diamond death with uh, who's also Drew Morrow in our Discord, $5 asking, did you hear about the leak from July about Nintendo contacting Disney to use Kingdom Hearts music for some sort of October 5th presentation? Yes, I've heard about it. We've heard about it. We've talked about it. I still think it. there's a... Yeah, we've talked about it. Uh, it. It came from 4chan, so I think that, you know, you gotta... Yeah. You gotta just remember, I mean, it came from 4chan. There's also just like and there was an also... hole in this whole statement in the first place, because like, why would they have to contact Disney to use it for the direct if the music was in the game? Yeah. Right, exactly. and there's also. I I feel like that is not an actual hole. I feel like that that makes sense. I I feel like negotiating the rights to use music in your game is not equivalent to negotiating the rights to use it in promotional material. And so that, that part I could I could believe. What I don't believe is that someone just posted this on 4chan like you know it's just a text only post there's no corroborating evidence whatsoever right yeah. and it is really easy anybody to, can do that to throw a date out there that being said i give this a 50 50 shot and the reason i give it a 50 50 shot is there have been nintendo related leaks that we all wrote off from 4chan that ended up being right that's true so and uh, the the, the only hole I would say, like the actual hole for me, is that there is a, we don't know if it's from the same person because it's four chan. You can't tell, but there was another post saying the exact same thing about Nintendo contacting Disney for an event in September. So if it's the same person, then they're just you know throwing out random dates and happen to get it right the second time. But if it's a different person who just piggybacked off the you know off the other person, then who knows? There could be a there there, and you know I'll be happy. I'll be over the moon if that happens and yeah so i'm not 
I, I hate that it's giving me just a slight bit of hope because it is, but I also am remembering it's still 4chan. It's still anonymous. You know, you, you, yeah, just, you, it, you can't right. take it to the bank. To, to be fair, to, to play devil's advocate, and I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but that Twitter account, Hot Girl Videos 69 or whatever, the one that who has <laughs> accurately leaked Nintendo stuff in the past, right. uh, said that they confirmed it wasn't Sora. Um, so, I mean... Oh, they but, did? Yeah, but this yeah. is to be honest, I don't mill at its finest. See it. And, yeah. But we'll I'm see. Sure we'll there's there's just leak. as... Yeah, there's just a tiny, as tiny a chance before this 4chan leak as there is after it. It could still be be possible. Might happen. But I think it's, you know, I think it's like a 1% chance. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, like five yeah. days now or something. Uh, all right. $5 from Sir, Sir Stupefy saying, hey, guys, sorry I'm late. Did you guys talk about Seth Rogen land yet? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Sorry you missed that. But you can go back and, uh, you know, check out the stream Rogen after land. the fact. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Rogen land. Thank you, Sir Stupefy. Uh, next is two pounds from Alan Wilkinson saying, so the arc phone, what the actual F? Well, that was kind of what we just talked about yeah. uh, in the previous super chat. Well, uh, from it's PC Pokemon. Cube, so. I stopped caring. They, yeah. ju- I just know they yeah. always like having the like, the most recent game gets the most recent tech. Yeah, they're still yeah. Pokeballs. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, two more dollars from Diamond Death saying 4K Smash Ultimate Port plus New Fighters. Lol. Oh man, hey, you know I'd be first in line for that. I I love it. Yeah, just have all the DLC as the base roster, then just do new stuff. I'm I'm down for that uh darchy with five dollars saying death to the webcam bots also love you all webcam bots oh that happens i I don't think it's happened happened today though oh yeah i don't think it's happened today yeah it did it did happen oh it did okay well then death to them i agree oh awesome well thank you daniel Um, and thank you darchy i think you missed Uh, a two dollar from i didn't I did just realize that uh, okay. calamity five one three with two more dollars saying Mega Man versus Bomberman. Well, Ash, I mean, you know, I'm going to go with Mega Man. I, I not just because I'm a, obviously a massive fan, but I do think Mega Man wins this pretty handily. Yeah, I mean, so Mega really Man can do a, here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bomberman Mega Man can really also use much. bombs from Bomb Man and Napalm Man, and you can just do what Bomberman does and like two hundred other things. So it's got to be Bomberman. Uh, and also just want to say thank you once again to Scarlet Coils for your incredibly generous $200. Yeah, yeah. wow. Seriously. Uh, all right, next is $5 from Axcon saying, Star Wars Visions Episode 6 has strong Mega Man vibes. Well, that's how you get me interested in Star Wars. Yeah, that's, exactly. I'm very much a casual Star Wars fan, so I it's kind of not been on my radar, but now Episode 6 at least is, so thank you for that, Axcon. <laughs> uh, Wataniac with $2 saying, so what are some surefire signs of real leaks? Evidence. Yeah, evidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, shaky or fa- or fuzzy right. or something like that. Or I'll refute yeah. evidence after the Grinch leak too, because like the Grinch leak oh, was was the worst oh, no. kind of evidence. God. Well, like I said, Omni with Rayman. As soon as I saw that, all leaks were off the table. Yeah, that's true. That's I'll never forget waking up to that. That was wild. That leak. Yeah. Well, leak. And he even broke down um, like how you could tell it was fake in his own video. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's uh um I don't know if you can if you can really if there are any surefire signs of real leaks. I mean, especially yeah, I in, in so. today's day and age with you know how mm. easily evidence can be faked. I think the closest you can get is just the leak does the leaker have a good reputation? Do, have they been accurate in the past? I think that's really the closest you can get. If if their info's been solid in the past, then you can at least maybe take it to the bank. If, if somebody's constantly is, like but, saying this is going to happen on this day and then it doesn't. And they're like, well, it's, it's, you know, this variable of things could happen uh-huh. and it happens multiple times. You can stop believing that person. I would, Unless yeah, you're like exactly. leaking actual video game footage, like 
what happened with Smash 3DS. We, like, saw whole fights with Shulk and Dr. Mario and whatnot. I'm like, that's pretty believable because mm-hmm. the amount of effort there is astronomical. The the other one that I yeah. that I found really believable was the ESRB Smash leak that showed Ken and uh, Duck Hunt Dog and stuff. Mm. Um Oh, that yeah. one, I mean, mm-hmm. because you could you could tell easily that that model of Ken Masters didn't exist anywhere yeah. else at the time. Like, it was brand new. Right. And that would be an immense level of effort to create a brand new 3D model of Ken to superimpose in an image of a game being yeah. played on a Switch. Remember when uh, Shulk was just Photoshopped Little Mac? Shulk wasn't actually in the game. He just photoshopped Little Mac. I'll never forget that. Yeah. We had gameplay um, footage and people thought it was fake. I'm like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Screamo Shaman finally with our last super chat of the day uh, with $1.99 saying Dialga can control time. Hint, hint. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of weird. That maybe that is yeah. really how the, how the phone came to be. The arc phone came to be in that, uh, in that era, I guess we'll find out. But uh, with that, that brings us to the end of the episode. And uh, I just want to say really quick, some quick housekeeping. Uh, you know, we certainly have heard you, especially in our Discord community, about the Super Chats and the pacing of the show, which is why we've been trying to space them out and really backload them at the end. So if you just wanted to get to the news, you're not waiting as long to get there and and between each story. So we hope that's a a good stopgap solution as we figure out like a more permanent solution. But we do hear you and we love you. And that's why we're spacing out Super Chats now. And I think we will probably read the majority of them out toward the end of the show from now on anyway, so we can get through the news faster. So we do hear you. And we love you. Just wanted to say that. Uh, and that is it. So, uh, Brandon, thanks so much for joining us today, man. And, you know, even though you were a part of the core GVG crew, I still want to give you a chance to plug your own stuff here on the show and let, uh, you know, our audience know where they can find you, man. You can follow me at Merrileaf underscore just past 700 followers today. Thank you. Ooh, congrats. Nice. Um, awesome. You can also find me on Break from Arcade on YouTube uh, and Good Vibes Arcade. Hell yeah. yeah. Which which you're actually well <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna be moving to Twitch. It's a, is it official GVG on Twitch or GVG Yes, official? it's official GVG because okay. somebody took right. GVG and GVG official on Twitch already. How dare they? <laughs> so Jeez. make sure Tuesday so, check us out. So on now Twitch. I can actually properly raid you and not have to like awkwardly try to send people over to YouTube. <laughs> we had like right. fifty people follow the Twitch just after we announced it. So thank you guys. That's so awesome. Much. Awesome, awesome. Thank you all and so much. Yeah, this is going to be a lot a of fun. Just preview, what are you guys playing next? We are playing Mario Party 1, and our own Ash Paulson will be there with us. Hell and, yes. Uh, we're going to have a another guest, which I won't announce quite yet until we make sure that's all set in stone. Um, but that's all safe for now. Cool. Cool. Well, certainly uh, exciting stuff. Go follow us on Twitch. Get ready for Good Vibes Arcade. And uh, yeah, thank you all, as always, for you know hanging out with us three times a week. We love you, and we love doing this. And uh, on that note, we do have to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen, because without you, it wouldn't be happening. And we do love being here three times a week doing this, so thank you so much. Uh, also, an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, wonderful, awesome, amazing folks include Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Etiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octo Puppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, 
Azran127, Pagrima, Kinrule09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Showmix, Andrew Medeiros, RMM, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, West Egg, Deaneth, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hubi, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 8, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchrolord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling. Hi, Mom. Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Darik, Nathan the Voice Actor, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Fangs, Dinner Sonic, Frayhem, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Ditto M, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Brooke by the Bay, Brendan Hesse, Darksteel01, Killamox, Super Game Dude 101, Stag Nasty, and finally our our very newest executive producer, Hustle Bun. Thank you all so much. I love reading that list out. It's just so fun. Thank you all so much for your incredibly generous support. And really quick, I do want to say uh, to one of our longest patrons who unfortunately uh, has to uh, cancel their pledge because they're just too busy with college. I just want to say thank you, Nathan, the voice actor. You've been a great, wonderful part of this community. You did mention that you were going to be exiting the live audience after today's episode due to just being so busy and swamped with college. We totally get it. We all, you know, obviously that comes first. Education comes first. But we just want you to know how much we love you. I've had a great time hanging out with you in our Fight a Founder session. So just want to say thank you for everything. We hope to see you come back at some point. But good luck at college and good vibes, man. So that's it from us today. Uh, make sure to uh, check us out over on patreon.com slash gbgaming, where we do offer a bunch of different tiers, starting at $1 a month, all, all of which come with their own cool perks, like playing with us twice a month and executive producer streams and being part of our live audience. But even if you can't support us on Patreon, we'd love it if you could just drop a like and subscribe right here on YouTube. Every little bit truly does help. And remember, we are giving away a Switch OLED for free when we hit 75,000 subs right here on YouTube. And all you got to do is be subscribed. That's it. So that's all from me today, all from us. We will see you soon, and uh, we'll see you on Friday for the next episode. Until then, everybody, good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye, everyone.